Um, yeah, we lost the food in the house game yesterday pretty hard. Oh, shit. Um, so because <laughs> Damn, no, <laughs> no countdown, up, we're just rolling right in, boys. Fuck me all right in. So yesterday we had a uh, well, I had a like little birthday, John, because I'm going to be in Connecticut in the Great North for my actual born day. And so it was the Houston homies and my work fam. And we went to the seafood place called Mambo's. And boy, howdy. Let me tell you. Oh. That food oh. was fooding. So it's a <laughs> seafood it's seafood spot, right? And um, the portions are large. So I, for starters, we got, the like, the table got, so it's like eight of us, I think, total. So for starters, we got the Mambo shrimp, right? And um, shrimp with the skin on, which is annoying, but whatever. Dipped in this, the most decadent sauce that you've ever had, right? That you've ever put your lips to. Ayo. Um, I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got um, pretty much like a ceviche uh, stuffed jalapenos with like, it was like fried with stuffed crab and like some cheese john situation in there. Uh, then we got like mambo rice for the, t- oh, calamari and huge ass pan of just like mambo rice. And it's still like their version of fried rice. And, um, my coworker got like, um, habanero added to it. So it was uh, like a subtle heat, uh, whole fried red snapper. I got like a fried fish plate. I think beam did too. And oh, God, I, I went right to sleep when I got home. I couldn't do anything else. <laughs> I'd imagine so long. Oh my god! Right, I like did the whole thing. I just gave up. But like by the time we got home, it was like eight o'clock, and I'm just like, "All right, I got this." I went to Specs. I bought two bottles of wine. I had intentions, right? I had goals, dreams, hopes, aspirations, big plans, <laughs> big plans. I I watched the um the latest Bleach episode, like of the Thousand Year Blood. Uh, blood war or blood revenge, blood arc, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And um, oh boy, howdy! After that, twenty minutes, twenty eight minutes. How cold, huh? I was looking like Stanley from Sweet the Office. Being, what was your impression of Mambo's? Your first time, or my first time too? It was uh actually better than I expected because I I've been I've been hating a little bit. I gotta admit. I've been hating. I feel like I was spoiled by fish in New England. No, that's I feel like right. If you're not near like good water, come on, man. I'm saying, yeah, you know, I'm talking about. But um, I guess this place was like Pacific Latin American fusion. Mm -hmm. So you know, this is it's saucy. It's got some sweet and spiciness to it. I've been wanting fish and chips for months. They don't call it fish and chips and mambo's Z style. (laughs) <laughs> getting down with that z star he's talking about the rice the, the, the joint got shrimp chicken and pork in it all at the same time mm-hmm, like what, what are you guys doing oh that sounds my goodness. All, all the savory goodness yeah Bro. yeah i just had the fried fish the fried chicken. it's just like <clears throat> Man, people call so, me fucking up some fish, bro. Y'all be, y'all be. So mm, my only listen. question is, this is the first time you guys have been to Mambo's out there. Mm-hmm. Is there more than five of them? There's more than a few, yeah. 
I'm blaming Jeff on this one. Whole this is a local Where Texas chain. Where is Mambo number one, two, three, and four? <laughs> Where are they? I think we went to the fifth one. We were definitely <laughs> okay. at Mambo. It sounds the, like the it. You guys, there's no other five. way you guys were not at Mambo number five. Because, like, oh, was my man. only question. And, like, also the <laughs> surface was great. Like, everything came out relatively quickly. Like, by the time we had, like, barely finished. We were heavy breathing from the appetizers by the Damn, time the bro. food came out. So, <laughs> so like, yeah, it was, oh, it was a good-ass time. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, like, we're going to make a Houston TikTok maybe one day. Mambo's. You got to check that shit out. Can't wait for you to come back because um, we're going to take you for certain. Yeah, well, that sounds amazing. That all sounds really good. Have you have you done anything cool since the last time we've potted cruise? I wouldn't say cool because it's been hot as fuck over here. Oh, shut your mouth talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking is hot. What what's hot? No, okay. not no. Let let the, let's calibrate. What is what's the temperature been for you to say that is hot? So for me personally, anything over seventy five get me out of there. But okay, over here, <laughs> so like. Hey, get me out of here five. yeah but over here it's been <laughs> it's not too bad today but like this week we had like some really hot like it was like i think 89 felt like mm-hmm. 95 mm. 88 felt like 97 like it's just been all over the place oh, and i think yo ac's on full blast <laughs> i don't know what it means to not have my shit on yeah like, and um i think like the world, like planet Earth, broke records for the most consecutive hot days Ooh, or, something, mm-hmm. or something. All right, you know, you don't run for planet Earth. Put it in the, di- for gold. In the Discord, no, no, that's nasty. Why are you clapping for that, bro? No, we don't like that. I'm surprised you guys didn't fucking melt. You guys have got it a lot worse than we have over here. We breaking records out here, right? Climbing Not the-, the kinds of records that I'd like to be breaking, but I digress. Mm-hmm. Yo, I mean. Yeah, terrible records being broken. Everything bad everywhere all at once. The sequel to a great film. Yo, even like, so I was being lazy about last episode. We were talking about, uh, you know, grass and cutting it all the time and homeowner shit. And just, I just been have, I just not too hot, nasty. Mm-hmm. I did. I waited and waited and waited. And then I, I almost let it get too far out of hand. And I was, I think like two a week and a half ago, I went out. This is after work. I came home, like chilled out for a little bit, and then waited for it to be not hot as balls out, which never happened because it stood hot until like nine o'clock. But it was <laughs> less hilarious. hot when I went to do it. And I was like, I'm gonna go out, and I'm gonna go do the front and the back, and I'm gonna cut, and it's gonna look clean. Yeah, I finished the back, and I was like, oh, fuck this shit. The front could look like shit for another week. <laughs> fuck that, bro. That shit, it was too fucking hot out there, man. Yeah, I man, can't imagine. I, all that to say, I can't imagine what you guys have been feeling these last few weeks. Listen, it hasn't really blackout been curtains. And um, life has been different after these blackout curtains, let me tell you. So if you are struggling, an easy thing to do. And I remember I was there when Beam helping Beam install his blackout curtains. Like, listen, it will definitely like makes a difference. The, Does it keep the cool oh. in? Yeah, keeps the cool in, keeps the hot out. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's, the... it's kind of hot yes. out too, yo. <laughs> bro. It's and, like and double double power because blackout curtains take all the light out, so you actually get better sleep if they're in your bedroom. 
I put some up in my bedroom too. Pitch black. I've been thinking about not not in in the bedroom, but like out out here in this in this area that my desk is. And we have there's like a, a little little prairie dog window, and then there's one two. There's like a really big window off to my right, and like. We have the AC running up here, but it if just fucking gets hot, you know, science yep. heat rises. It's gonna be hot up here in the attic. And oh yeah, that big ass window lets long. in so much. Like I have to face the AC towards the window. Maybe I get some blackout curtains to, to alleviate the Easy, Easy. Bad go to um, pod. So here's here's the scam of because you know how everything is a scam. Here's the scam of <laughs> curtains. So I was oh, traumatized. Right. Okay. I'm the kind of shopper where I'm going to the store for one thing, but I'm down to get a bunch of shit not on my list. But if you don't have enough of my main components, I'm going to dump my cart and leave. That's the kind of shopper I am. Kind of an asshole. Sorry. Terrible. No, <laughs> most of the dump time, it in the store. Depend, depending on how far into the store I've gone, though. I will go back and return all of my items to their correct spot because I have worked in retail and that is shitty. So like sometimes I, I think it's more egregious that I do that. Like I am so done with your store. I'm going to spend more time in it, not shopping, actually putting shit back properly on the shelf before I leave. Um, Because that's how done I am. Yo, but real quick to interject, they, they got people for that, bro. They don't have no cashiers. What do you think everybody on the floor is doing? Oh Just leave that shit. Yeah, no. I mean, like within reason. Mm-mm. Don't like leave a complete mess. But they got people for that, man. Fill up. I, they do, and, leave and it. sometimes I have looked into their eyes and I've seen things that I can't unsee. And so <laughs> I'm not so good. So I say, I, oh, no, I never do that. Happy to be there. Uh, you always never, say that. I always never check out and left the cart at Costco. In the same breath, I'm I'm also re- I'm always returning my cart to the cart return place thing. And me too. Line. Me too. Always. Um, that was actually going to be one of like the pickup lines on my dating profile. Like <laughs> I heard you like a bad boy, but I returned my carts to the thing. <laughs> I bring my shopping carts back to the cart. Right. Return. Like that was if it were That's if funny. I were still on the apps, I definitely would be using that as an opener. Like. You know, yeah, nah, that's crazy. They got people for that. That's why they're not at the cashier just to do that. No, nah, but so like I went to Bed Bath and Beyond, right? And what, like, I went there for something. <laughs> I'm right yeah, there. No, with you. It's, I'm right it's there. Sad. With you. It's a sad right situation. There. We'll find out in two days, Beam. If this was all for nothing, we will. Um, so yeah, I went to go take advantage of the fact that they're going under, and. <laughs> So I think I went specifically for, oh yeah, I went for curtains because that's what the fuck we were talking about. Um, so before I got to the curtain section, I already had like a refill of my, um, the CO2 can for my soda stream, several soda stream flavors, an air fryer, a garbage can, no, a laundry hamper. Jesus. All of this before I got to the curtains. And so, like, not only did I was I thoroughly unsure of the dimensions for the windows because I didn't have a tape measure. Um, they were only selling single panel curtains. And after the discount, them shits were still like twenty five dollars. And I'm like, fuck out of here. And then I just Jesus. went to Costco and like, yeah, I dumped the car. I didn't, oh, like, All right. I didn't I didn't put any of the shit back. I just left. I don't my understand this. You can't even be I mad left. that they're going under. You can't be mad. Yeah, I almost had like I almost had so much unnecessary shit. It was real. Yeah, bro. They had like 
UGG um, comforter sets for like 80 bucks. I'm like, oh, I need this. I need this specifically because it's UGG and it's on sale. Like, I promise you, if they'd have had just a two-pack of curtains, like two of them, I'd have spent easily like $400 in Bed Bath & Beyond that day. Yeah, bro, they need it. Me. I needed so many things. So, and nothing, and none of scams. God damn, mm-hmm. blackout curtain scams. <laughs> they want you to have like six to eight of them, right? <laughs> right. And then and they what, want like you layered to, on top of each other, like like how, you know how you have the pole on the top that holds yeah, the curtains. Yeah, you got the, you got right? the curtain around. They come in sheets. They come in like rectangular sheets. So you're really supposed to buy like just like just stack six them. of them and then stack them next to each other so you can have more like ability Blackout-ness. to bring in the exactly, bro. And not only that. The curtains don't even come with the rods. You gotta buy the rods separate from the curtain, and then the little, the little, the little jewelry things on the side. They got microtransactions for that too, so you can like customize the microtransactions for man, microtransactions so I, everywhere. I, so that doesn't come as a surprise. Yep. We've, as Listen, crazy, we, we have and it works like so well. It's not to get away with it. This broke we, the so we have a three. dilemma with curtains in our home because we have a fucking cat. Who's a oh, look at me jump, jump just be fucking shut <laughs> up, bro? Yo, I am an asshole. People, people make fun of my cat because she's a big one. She's a big girl, but she don't be jumping on shit, and I no. appreciate that. Everyone loves. She don't do counters. Willie. She don't do curtains. But like she don't do she none can't. of that. It requires too much energy. No, Willie does all things that we dislike. <laughs> It's just so bad. But he's such a sweetheart, though. It's a, it's like it's, there's so such funny. a catch twenty two, like double edged sword in cat form for sure. Because he's a sweetheart. I mean, he loves yeah, all cats are double edged sword. But That's the yo, best thing what a them. fucking dick he is, man. <laughs> <laughs> what has so, he done recently? What's this, what's your last a fucking Willie? So we're, we're talking about curtains. He ruined the fuck. Like so, he like over time, he's ruined the curtains that we have in the living room, which is whatever. Like we kind of. Like, that comes with the territory. But this motherfucker, like, the curtain rod anchors on one side, just so they're supposed to be, you know, let's say this is a curtain rod anchor right here, right? This one's fucking down. It's like <laughs> curtain rod's all fucked up. Yo, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he shits next to the litter box or, like, when it's full. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking asshole, man. Yeah. Love him, but he's a fucking asshole. He ruined cats. So cool. We're never getting a cat after him. We're done with Really? Cats. The really, never well, I mean, Howie's never him. gonna die. She's gonna live till she's two hundred. So. <laughs> Amen. I'm never gonna. I'm glad she doesn't stress you out like Willie stresses us out. Yo, honest compared, I'm so grateful for Howie. Like the only thing is that like we're just early birds, and like our routines are really early in the morning, and that's <laughs> the worst part about her. Like after four thirty, she's fine. No, she's yeah, Willie's just twelve hours. He like again, like he's a sweetheart, loves all people, loves pets, loves cuddles, but man, he's a fucking princess, yo. Like if his litter box isn't spotless like day after day, I'll have just cleaned it and he'll fucking shit some he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and then he's greedy as hell. Like I like he's always crying for food, like right. Like he's starving. Yeah, Willie's bigger but than you look Howie. at him and obviously he's not starving. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. So, all right, back to back to the blackout curtains that they that they scam you with because you have to get multiple of them. That I'll like, still keep and that there's just so many windows in houses so many windows. and apartments. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, uh-uh. uh, 
I didn't mean to go off that 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 far left, but no, he just warranted it. <laughs> we just hope the streets needed to know how you feel about Willie. Bring him on. He was probably shitting answers. next to his litter box right now as we speak. <laughs> He's speech, just like, fucking looking. He's like, I hear you while he does it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see who's going to give From him a kid later. I can tell you who's not going to feed him. This guy. He's going to cry all night. Don't worry, Denise will get him. Or Kaylee. That's ridiculous. Oh, man. It's perfectly fine. What about you, Beam? Have you done anything cool since the last time we potted? Man, so many cool things. Like, I can't even keep track of how many cool things I've done. Wow, you're so fucking Live cool, such bro. Cool and Talk interesting life that I have. Talk to us, bro. Oh, Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Um, so cool. No, the coolest thing, the coolest thing I actually, I've been doing is, is I'm back on the TVs. I've been listening to a lot of music and I've been watching a lot of TVs. I've been kind of weaning off of video games, to be fairly honest. Um, mm. Don't. Don't go into a giant anime bag because then I'll get confused and start yelling. But I did start Dragon Ball Z Kai and I am restarting Naruto. Okay. That's a good a good I only made it like somewhat through the first okay. season, but then I forgot about it and then I'm going back. I, I saw you, Jeff. I so, prefaced it so you wouldn't do this. <laughs> don't do this. I'm not gonna start I'm not gonna start yelling so you don't get confused. I'm gonna start yelling. Start yelling for other reasons. Right. There are so many other reasons. So like why did you pick those particular shows? Because I need to be brought back. I need to find the love for anime, right? Because I'm on a, I'm on okay. a TV watch, right? I, like, right. I've been doing JoJo, right? And then I was watching Cyberpunk, too. So there are others. But I specifically started both of those shows. And it, it felt... I'd never seen Dragon Ball Z Kai. All I remember is the original Dragon Ball Z. And then Hulu so told from, me... From what oh, I understand... Dragon Ball Z Kai, brand new. Yeah, Dubs. Kai is like... An, an up res like upscaled and like they cut a lot of filler out yeah I, I feel like that's that's a good what thing for I me to just to put say, on in the background what if i were to say you could watch bleach instead if you're gonna do a long show bleach was a tsunami tuna- show right mm-hmm. bleach. if if you do i mean i won't i don't think i can move you on dragon ball z like if, for especially for what you're saying to be brought back in but instead of rewatching naruto Right, because you don't need to do that. You really, you can. The I never finished really, it. I never got oh. through the first season. I never even. Oh. I don't know nobody except Rocky okay. with it. the hands. Oh, then that's really? the only thing that matters. You got far enough. I did get pretty far. Fight, Maybe I can fight just with push Garo it for the culture like I do every six months. And watch the episode. Like, there's an episode where Rock Lee gets drunk. Oh, and, that's one of my um, favorite ones. That's the that's where I got fist. the tattoo from. Confused. Is like his him <laughs> when he went. Fist, Rock and got Lee drunk. Yeah, is goaded. Yeah. Ultimate hand, Rock Lee. Ooh, yeah, child. Oh, never mind. The way he was. Yeah, all right. I will take back my yelling. I will let you have this. I can't wait for you to enjoy it, friend. Oh, yeah, dude, that's good. That's a is good. Bleach on Hulu. Yes. Oh, my um, man, I can do that. And it's dubbed. And it's love dubbed. that for me. Um, you will need a filler guide for Bleach, just oh, forewarning. Jesus. Oh God! Just saying, unless you it, watch like, the thousand episodes? episodes. Oh no, it's not that bad. Okay. Um, it is currently my summer. Um, put on in the background show, and like Thousand Year Blood War is like the current 
like Bleach Run they're doing, and that show is not over. Looks so good. Um, you don't really need the full context of Bleach to watch the new one. Um, ah, I've got you. It's beneficial, but like not necessary because they do a pretty good job of backsplaining what's happening and who is what, etc. Um, Cruz, what about you? You've been animating, right? Um, kind of standing one anime, but yes, animating per se. Um, so what are you dabbling finished, in? Finished up Demon Slayer. My mm-hmm. heart, so good. Seriously, um, just tears could fill an ocean. Oh my god, dude. It's but also Tanjiro could fucking yeah, he's gotta become a Hashira now. He's he, Tanjiro so the main character in Demon Slayer, he his growth from when the season when the series started to now is mm-hmm. insane. Dude's gotten so strong. Um and what what else? I I'm trying to get back into Jujutsu Kaisen. We watched a couple episodes, Denise fell out off word and i saw i've been getting ads and stuff that the new season just dropped so did it what better time to get back in yeah new season just came out i think hmm. it's on crunchyroll i don't know if it's on hulu <clears throat> uh it would make sense that it's on crunchyroll um, yeah, that's it that's the only animes i've been watching um that's and- fair i'm excited for the homies like we don't have to make this a whole big uh, anime soapbox because y'all know I would love to, but nah, we gotta we we, we can, gotta we can we set got, aside an episode for that. We, we got stuff on like the docket to get to other things, right? Because once upon a time we were exclusively like a rap music podcast, and we talked about it almost exclusively. Let's get back to our roots, to our roots, to our roots. <laughs> um. So. Bum, bum, bum. Actually, yeah, I think a hard pause now. Yep. Then we could just bring ourselves back in with the next topic. Yeah. Yep. But for okay. the sake of like, if we have to cut the episode, we at least have this set up so we can do the take. All right. I, I'll be right back. Word. <clears throat> I just put the marker down. Let's chop it up in Canva. Uh, good call. Yeah. So Kai and Naruto, that's definitely Dragon Ball Z Kai. I feel like that's good uh, comfort food in terms of that's, anime. That's about where I'm at with it. Yep. Right. Just uh, something familiar. And I can get through it quicker. And then I'll probably right. skip some of the like lesser shit. I really just want to see the upscaled version of the Frieza fight and the Cell fight. Yes. Like I want to yes. I want to live it from the beginning again. That's a good chunk of episodes. Just those two arcs those alone. Those arcs, right? So I'd have like, because you know we're gonna we're gonna be traveling, so got plane yeah. rides and fell asleep with it uh, on yesterday. Down, I'm gonna just kind of make my download way some download some episodes for the go. Yeah, I'm trying to tell Proto to fucking start watching Demon Slayer because he, I think he said he just finished Naruto recently. That's what Varissa keeps telling me too. Demon Slayer so good and it's not a crazy commitment they're like 10 episode seasons all right i am back <clears throat> when are we gonna get back to it so i'll hit the marker again um in what's five. the uh, next topic oh. which one spider verse all right okay. cool marker added 
in five, in four, three, two, one. So we're getting back to our roots of being a podcast that talks about and cares about music. So it has kind of been a very quiet, I don't know, listening experience for the streets. And this this is just like long overdue. And so to preface Metro Boomin across the Spider-Verse, the, the soundtrack. Now, I also just want to quickly acknowledge the trend that we are seeing of just like different um, specific artists being tapped to do soundtracks for things. Um, we obviously, Kendrick Lamar's um, Black Panther, I think Future did the soundtrack for the movie Superfly. We have Metro Boomin doing this. Um, I love this specifically. Um, I'm I'm sure Tyler has done the score of different films, but never like with his name on on like the soundtrack. But um, how do we feel about this trend before we get into the particulars of this album of like specific like tastemakers being allowed this level of like influence into the movie experience Beam? i guess uh i have to check in with the um the the old people who was doing the music i gotta check in with those musicians and see how they feel about it first before <clears throat> i form my opinion because did y'all just get beat from a job like Ooh. movie movie music people people who went to <laughs> school for <laughs> <laughs> music producers a, I, I didn't even i wasn't even damn. there bro did, man, did just think about those people, people. just man, to give your job to somebody who's rich already who already is but on the same token people of color metro boom and kendrick lamar specifically getting that kind mm-hmm. of go ahead to show their chops which i don't hate so you know it's like a it's like a balance but i'm definitely gonna have to check in with disney's music in-house music team the teamsters how they, how groups. They doing. Yeah, the team <laughs> <laughs> See how they holding up with this all, all this inflation and what are they doing with their life? Because uh I, I think about um and I'm I, this is not a joke. This is kind of a joke, it's not really a joke. I think about Destiny oh, no. and Halo. Um because the guy who made Mark Marty O'Donnell, who made all of the Halo music in-house bungee orchestrator, mm. in-house bungee producer, he made all the all of it, right? And Halo music and gameplay was the thing. And then he started making the Destiny music. And then Bungie had that giant blow up where Activision came in and, you know, M- Marty and his team were like, hey, we're we're making this music from the studio in-house. And Activision's like, nah, we're just going to go get like a rock metal song Someone from this famous else. band and we're going to throw it over an action-packed trailer. They're looking at y'all like, well, Marty and his the team looking this? at like, yo, like, We've yo, been this doing this shit. This like, we, we brought mm-hmm. Xbox up off the ground, off the music and the vibes. And, like, yep. everybody knows the Halo song. Everybody yeah. can sing the Halo song. Very so, iconic, like, he yep. got put out of a job because, you know, Activision came in and was like, nah, we're just going to take a rock song. We're not going to take none of your ambiance. We're not going to let you get in your bag and make original pieces and original soundtracks for this game. Like, you either get with the program and help us put these rock <clears> songs out or you're out. And then they fired him. So like, you gotta like would it that that's had that had to have been like a cost thing, right? It it 
it had to have been cheaper to get the license for whatever songs they're using than it it's was to pay this thing. entire orchestra. He was there and in, mixing it was and mastering in house yeah. producer. Like he he was no, an like employee that, of Bungie at, at that. Well, in that specific example, um, maybe when you're talking about like newer movies, you may be onto something for sure. I got to imagine that that might be what. That, or, or that that's at least a piece of it right is oh it's always a money thing but what, mm-hmm. what is was it more cost effective to just license this whatever song it was for this new game versus just paying your already like you're already paying them your in-house right. orchestra you just gotta give a them set the amount of time to make you know a new score or a new tr- soundtrack or whatever whatever it is that they're already there to do. that's so weird to me i never zoomed out and looked at it like that Kind of always took that for granted. I also think that it's as much a it's a marketing <clears> thing too, right? Because I'm thinking I'm like, whose department is paying for um, this? Also, sorry. So there's a creature on my lap. Speaking of cats, who are <laughs> kind of assholes. Um, when you teach a cat something, um, they they it's like a child. So I've been spending more time at my desk. And so Howie is my cat is not really into that at all. Um, so she has learned <laughs> to ask to come up on my lap. And that is what what she was doing before. Um, yeah. So. But you got to pick her up because she's not jumping up there. She's not. It's not a jumpable like lap. If she jumped on my lap, she would have her claws out to like cling on to like my thighs. So she doesn't fall. And like, it's just easier if I pick her up. Um and so yeah, she's a secret new member of the podcast. Um, so if you see Flash rotating orange, fourth chair, this yeah, episode that's that's who it is. Uh, she would not allow me to pick her up any higher into the camera. So, um, Shout but out yeah, Howie. this is also a bit a huge thing about marketing too, because you would not have people if it just said across the the Spider Verse album, a huge a huge amount of people would not listen to it. It is because it's the first thing you see is Metro booming. Nope. Then Spider-Man. So like, it's also like a marketing thing. Like the black, like Kendrick Lamar's name being on Black Panther, like future being on Superfly. Um, It's also like a huge promotional thing. And I think that's where the biggest, like, I, I don't know, like win for the culture is, is just like, because you have, people who have amassed this level of star power to begin to open these lanes um, is one of the few things in this world presently that gives me hope, you know, or maybe the people are just selling out and I just, am reading it all wrong. If, if you like it, you like it, especially if, if it's an artist that you like and we love Kendrick Mm -hmm. and we love Metro. Some of us more than others before I I start. So I think, (laughs) I think we can, uh, we, I can, I can remove like the artists and, and stuff from the movie. If, if it's something that, that it feels forced, maybe I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't take to it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to it. Right. But if, if, if these artists and producers, if they're included in the entire, like not the entire, but in, some aspect of the creative portion of the film. And if the soundtrack matches the flow of the film and, and the theme that they're trying to, you know, the art that they're trying to create, I don't think it matters who 
it is. Mm. If the music is good and the music matches what the film is trying to, you know, portray and put out, doesn't matter to me who it is. So then that's a beautiful transition. So <clears throat> do you think this album does that? Yes, absolutely. I think this album fits this film perfectly. Beam, what do you think? Agree. He he did a he did a fantastic job. Metro Boomin did a great job. And that they you used gotta the songs he, he in the movie sure. was it wasn't just the wasn't... album itself. Like the songs were in the movie. At, at, at yep. a, a fair length of the song too were in the, was yeah. in the movie. I think the for me, the movie made the album better. <clears throat> I was like, this is like this is good, but like on the bottom tier of good. But after having experienced the movie, I'm like, no, this shit is incredible. Like, how dare I have held it in lower regard before? <clears throat> yeah, every track that they use and in, in context of what was going on in the film at the time they played that track, it just it, it's amplified. They did the, a really um, good job with that. I think my first. The first instance of uh, the movie dialogue being in the the album is on Annihilate, right? The like towards the end of the opening song, yep. where or no, either Annihilate or Am I Dreaming? One of the opening, nope. um, Annihilate, right? And it's just like, oh, this is incredible, and they're just like, oh, this is the lobby, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh. I like that is my favorite iteration of like the movie being in the album. Do you guys have yeah. a particular moment that does it for you with like in the on the album? Uh, it's not my favorite track on the album, but the snippet at the end of Self Love, where Gwen's talking, and she's like, "Yo, every in every universe, like Gwen falls for Peter, and in every universe." It doesn't end well. Mm. And Miles is like, well, maybe it'll be different this time. <laughs> I like that. Oh, <laughs> you hopeful, hopeful little asshole. But we shall not <laughs> skip over how Coyle Ray killed that. She set up the perfect song, the perfect vibes. I don't think that, like, if you're really listening to her lyrics, right, she's long way from suburban towns, came to the city for love, mm-hmm. right? That's exactly what happened. Like, she escaped whatever her universe was and came to the city with Miles, right? And he don't love himself trying to love me. Like, all of that shit, it it was, it feels like it was all written in tandem with each other. Because, this, like you said, at the snippet at the end, she's like, yo, this is how it works. And he's just kind of like, no, nah, I don't. I don't really believe <laughs> you. Like, let's just be free. Like, what like, if? Right? Yeah. So, and again, that goes back to the point beyond of, hope. The point I was trying to make of how this this album was there's like he had these. There's no way he didn't watch this movie before or like while he was creating this soundtrack. There's mm-hmm. no way. Mm-hmm. Um, how they were like how every every track on this album is very meaningful when you you know put it side by side or next to whatever scene that they decided to play during the movie. It's I don't know. It's it's a perfect match. It just it fits so well together. I would say it's close to a perfect match. I don't know if it's all the way perfect. Um, but maybe some things just simply weren't for me because, like, 
certain points of the soundtrack have to be aimed towards younger people because Miles is younger, significantly younger than I am. Um, right? Yeah, like there's, there's, a, a, there's some skips for sure. Yeah. Like um, nonviolent communication. <laughs> Yo. Oh my. You know, about what? Ellen. you know what? <laughs> I am going to be the bigger person. That's hilarious. Nonviolent communication, you said? Yeah, nonviolent communication, <laughs> bad. Hummingbird, good. And that's all <laughs> I've clear. got to say on James Blake and this album. <clears throat> I can't objectively talk about James Blake. I love him way too much. So that's all I'm going to say about that is nonviolent communication, bad. Hummingbird, good. <laughs> and that's all you're getting from me. Yeah, that's fair. Did how how did James Blake not carry? Was it not good enough? Did you were you not feeling the ASAP Rocky Twenty One Savage? Yeah, that's essentially you... what it was. Like the song should have just been another only James Blake song. <laughs> <laughs> you already had one. It's I don't care. Selfish. Just self love. Just have James Blake do it. No, I Nas mean, Morales call it, it James Blake Morales. <laughs> Just give him. The hey, whole thing. hey! If it works, calling it works. James Blake, annihilate James Blake. <laughs> I would be totally fine with just the full James Blake album. James Blake, James Blake and Metro. James Blake taking the Metro. <laughs> Am I dreaming? Hey, you know what? I'm dreaming of James Blake. Just singing get rid this whole of album. Get rid of Metro. Just let James Blake do it. <laughs> James Blake. And hey, you know what? Across the Spider Verse, it's now James Across- Blake documentary. <laughs> He's just gonna t- <laughs> come on now. <laughs> I love it here. Oh, I love man. it here. James Blake presents James Blake the movie. Yes, <laughs> written and directed by James Blake, <laughs> <laughs> executive producer. <laughs> Oh wow! What a stand! I love because they're not going anywhere. Right, obviously. That's hilarious. But the James Blake branch of Disney. <laughs> I respect the stand. Like the standing of James Blake. That's fucking hilarious. This is the pro James Blake podcast from now on. <laughs> officially, <laughs> officially, officially. <laughs> okay. I really so, liked. Um, um, I was gonna say I, I, I really like self love. That was my my top hit in in terms of song. That was my favorite mm-hmm. song. Um, I really liked, like you said, after the movie came out, Silk and Cologne got better because it was mm. playing in the on the rooftop scene. during the yep, party. Yep. And now I was like, oh, snap. Like, I, I like Silk and Cologne. Silk and Cologne. That shit was hot yeah, like, the little, already. The dance hall, like, but, like Caribbean vibe. Yep. Seeing yep. people of color on the roof dancing to it, right? And then, like, having it all seem very real and authentic. It's like, oh, snap. Yeah, I would actually hear this song on a rooftop in the city. You're absolutely right. So mm-hmm. even the Offset verse didn't really, because, you know, Offset flowed on anything he get on. I really like Offset's verse on that. Um, yeah, I thought I thought that track before I saw the movie felt really out of place. And that, for me, was one of the skippable, skippables in the beginning. I'm like, yeah, this is cool, but, like, what is this doing here? But then when I saw it in the film, I'm like, yep. yep absolutely. Nas Morales got significantly better for me after it like along the similar vein like why is this here like 
because I don't know the specific journey that Miles takes in the film um, before the album came out. I'm just like, this is really good, but like, I don't get this yet. Like, there's like, there's no way that Miles Morales is like Nas level goaded like right now from what I've seen. <laughs> but like after, and I'm like, oh yeah, all of these bars make sense. Um, yeah. Now, how did you got? Well, do you was that one of the standout tracks to you, Nas Morales? Or how um, do you feel going into that? I feel about Nas Morales how you feel about James Blake. <laughs> Un- unable, really? unable to to feel, and not Nas Morales, just Nas in general. Like mm-hmm. the the show was set in the boroughs, and it's Nas, mm-hmm. and he's been talking about that shit forever. He is the <laughs> one who has been telling you what the boroughs have looked like. He's been doing it for thirty years, like whatever he. And then he, and then he got his ear close enough to the culture to not sound too dated when he's yep. spitting these bars about being not uh, being Miles Morales. Like you actually mm-hmm. did come in with, and and then he name dropped New England. Spidey senses tingling, swinging from New England out to England. That's hard. That's hard. And and you know he watched. No way home because if you look at the Spider Verse, they was in England at a previous time. But they, you know, what I'm saying, and never mind. I'm I'm going too hard. We're not going to start yelling about the movie itself. But Nas Morales, right? We can. They confirm that Donald Glover is the MCU prowler. Mm. And then essentially, yeah. Um, the whole that Miles basically derived from Don Glover. We're gonna talk about that. Look, we can get down the rabbit hole that I've been <laughs> seeing about this movie and the Spider Verse in general. Like, I don't want to get too hype about it, just because I'm sure they're never gonna give us the full crossover that we deserve. I don't. I don't even know. I don't think they have a crossover we deserve. That. I don't even think Disney Wait, has leave, that much money. Don't leave us. What is the full crossover we deserve? The the complete. What are you talking about? Miles Morales. All three Spider Men like mm. tie up the whole Spider Verse in a big giant loop and say, "Yeah, we were always in the same <laughs> universe, like all the time, forever." And like, just give us that mm. when when the they're done with it, right? When they're ready to move on to the next Spider Man, and they're gonna officially because they, they, eventually they officially have to close out. I I feel like this era of multiverse. Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland. Yeah. Like, eventually, you're gonna have to close that out. Like whether the niggas mm-hmm. are not gonna come back to the mic and do voiceovers, they're not gonna suit up anymore. Something's got to happen. I don't know. They keep on like kind of teasing, and then the comment that Miguel made about um the the dumb one in Earth 1666 or whatever. Yeah. I'm not even gonna get started on. So like, I like the, Doctor Strange and the little nerd. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I, I forgot I like what the... they called it. I Earth one nine 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 some shit, and they I don't know how true that is, but I heard that they didn't that Sony didn't even ask permission to use it. They just fucking just threw that it. in there. Just did it. Hard. I love that. As for because what are you gonna do? Permission. <laughs> I mean, they still own it. <laughs> true. True. I mean, I feel like they ran it by legal, and that's all you really need to do. <laughs> Yeah. Now, so yeah. I was turning into Beam a little bit, and so I was digging into the credits on the album. Yeah. And so, like, um, and we like to give the people behind the scenes the flowers. So, like, most of the mastering 
that I saw in the credits was done by Joe Laporta. So you can, I have a link to his credentials in the episode notes. And like the interesting thing about this, I think for me is that like looking at his catalog, he does electric, like uh pop rock type um, music, which, and um, she, he also was um, on Coyla Ray's album beam another thing for you to be excited about so like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rap artists that are on this catalog within the last like year so he um coil array like i said did mastering on that mastering on love sick for don tolliver uh not hip-hop but like um pop like pop. oh he did uh will and nick trust kid cuddy ty dollar sign but he was it's on, interesting uh, middle child J. Cole, mm. um, bank, bank account from 21 Savage's first album. He's Kodak, Offset, Young Thugs, uh, The London, eh, me, me on London. Like he's he's everywhere in the, in the hip hop sphere. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of stuff. So, and I think that, and also the, the influence, right? Because he doesn't do just hip hop, but like he's also other places. Like he also did some shit for like the Backseat Lovers, which is like a rock group that I really like. Um, it's a good touch. Like it makes it, it makes this album not just appeal to just like your typical Metro booming crowd. And then we also want to show love to the mixer at Ethan Stevens, not of even Stevens. I'm sorry to tell you. Beat me um, to it. You know me so well. Mm, mm-hmm. I do. I do what I can, <laughs> you know? And this man has been very busy. He's um, um uh Metro Boomin's in-house producer. Or not not producer, uh engineer. He's an in- oh, in-house Boominati worldwide. Yeah, so shout out that to Metro explains. for taking his boy everywhere he goes. Yeah, listen, you Love find somebody see, that works for you and works well with bag. you. Or the Sony bag this time. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood bag. I mean, it's all of it, right? <laughs> if you could match a producer or an artist with an IP to give you a movie soundtrack combo, who would it be and why? <laughs> um, Jesus, bro, that's a good question. I would fuck. So let's see. I'm going last because I got to think about this. I want to do something wild. So I want um, Vince Staples to receive the IP for, although I think he already created his own. Um, what would I give Vince Staples? Um, I would give Vince Staples Medea. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Yep. Vince Staples would soundtrack and control or influence a Medea film. That's my pick. Applause for me. <laughs> Applause for you. <laughs> Thank you. That's damn. I wish that one was on the docket. I would have thought about that more. Yeah, sometimes these things just come up, you know, because that's how my brain works. <laughs> Or I'll, I'll give him Donald okay, Glover and mm. Louis. Gar- what was his name? Ludwig. 
Mm. I'm giving them something. I'm giving Donald Glover and Ludwig something. I don't know what I'm giving them. Maybe they can have whatever they want. Maybe they can. I would give them. I would give them Studio Ghibli. Like I would give them Howl's Moving Castle or some shit like that. One of those big imaginative worlds, or my neighbor Totoro. There you go. That's what I would do. I like that. Grave of the Fireflies. Oh God! Give I. That's it. That's my answer. I just pulled that out of nowhere, but that's what I want. I want Donald Glover and Ludwig Goransson to do Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, man. Would it make Um, sense? I don't know. Probably. That would make it work. Um, Cruz, are you ready yet? I know who, but I don't know what movie or type of film or universe. Give me Joiner. Fight Club. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm thinking that, or like, I'm trying to think of a movie, like a recent movie. Because you, you gotta, if you got Joiner, you gotta, you gotta talk about some struggle and Django some form unchanged. of drugs <laughs> and move something. You gotta, you gotta it's gotta be grace. like. Um, a modern um, day Scarface or something like that. Something with drugs and guns and violence. You know what? I heard Joyner's new single, and I I know I see where you're going with this because the narrative ability. What what is it called? Uh, narrative is ability is that a word? Home- broski, broski, broski. Yeah, his his ability to narrate. <laughs> I don't know. Very good. <laughs> yeah, no, he it, it was a nah no hook or anything uh, like and- that. He did just because he's done. The I'm not racist thing, and then. I haven't really like I haven't probably not been keeping up with him as much as you have in the meantime, but I have heard the singles from his newest album. Yeah, which he's dropped a he lot. Does so like, I hope he, I, How about that? He doesn't need to drop. I don't know why he he dropped like five singles off the album. Like just yo chill, yo like like we're I'm ready, I'm waiting, bro. I'm not gonna. <laughs> so not he's listen. doing. Just, I don't need to hear You're anymore, falling bro. For the trap, he, that's exactly. I what don't he need wants. to hear anymore, bro. Yo, Joiner fans are <laughs> eating, bro. And and then he gets we are. people like we are. like if he does single releases and then you he kind of did that for by design you just people get hype and then you drop the whole thing and then it's in order and then it's yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you starve yeah, right did. now. Though. You need that he whole joint. That, that joint with uh, <laughs> yeah, like give me all forty five right songs. You know he got forty five on that bitch. Right Dude, yeah, those five songs that he released no. drop in the bucket of the full album. I think it's eighteen. Songs. Oh, okay, so you are damn. He done gave you the information. <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now that's a rollout. No, no that's a rollout for sure. Because he got my yeah, ass. So, 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 are you give me a joiner on some 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 gang shit? Some like like drug dealing shit? Something? Because he what about boys what he in used the to do before he started rapping was he was out there, you know, flipping. I ain't talking about gymnastics. Hey, mm. are you a rapper by chance? A little bit. Sometimes <laughs> I gotta get back to it. But yeah, I that's, that's give, what I would take. Um, Benny the Butcher a season of the Golden Girls. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, yo. <laughs> <laughs> let let oh Westside Gun so- and Griselda do Goodfellas. Let them do. <laughs> Yes, right. let Come Westside on. Gun and let let Griselda do Goodfellas. 
Let them redo it. I was going to say Players Club for for West Side Gun, but yeah, Goodfellas. Oh, fuck yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, I feel like that would go hard. I I feel like uh, West Side Gun already (laughs) makes movies in his albums. Yeah, he probably does. Just just in terms of how the flow of his albums go, it does kind of, I can kind of envision the Mm -hmm. journey he's taking me on without visuals. Like, he's very good at that. Metro Boomin is actually very good at that too. He just, I don't know if y'all listen to Young Thugs, new joint. Um, I haven't. So, so yeah, t- talk to us about it. Young Thugs, there just are like dropped. two iterations, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Business is business, and then I guess he has the original version of the album that came out, and then a couple of days later, instead of doing a deluxe, it was Metro Boomin's version of Business is Business. Metro Boomin presents business by his business and then he changes the track order and he added Mm -hmm. songs i don't know if he removed any songs from the original album but he he i think he added two or three songs and he rearranged the flow of the album and my personal opinion the way that he rearranged the album sounds better in terms of bringing you in emotionally like he starts with the like the, the the most glaring example I have is the label version of the album started with a Drake verse. All right. So mm-hmm. we already know what you're getting at. You put on Young Thug's Business is Business. The first thing you hear is Drake singing, right? Hit. Everybody likes that. Metro came in um, and he kind of put a more somber Young Thug track in the beginning where he's talking about like being in jail. He's talking about you know, his actual experience rather than Drake singing about when Young Thug's going to come home. Right, because we know that may may never happen. You know? But we all like Drake verses. We all like what Drake sings. Like, it's... That's that's for the charts, right? right? That's for people who turn on businesses, business, and oh my God, that's Drake! (laughs) Metro Boomin took the Drake verses and stuck them somewhere in the middle. So Drake just comes in and he comes out and then... Yeah, it, it was. I feel like it was put together mm. much better. Maybe that has something to do with Metro hanging out in these movie studios. That he's starting to learn how to craft a narrative of the songs that mm. he and plays and track listing in. You know, because that stuff matters. And really, really yeah, nailed, absolutely nailed down and hammered down on his like arrangement. So yeah. the thing about this, like about business is business, is that I before I went to like start it. It had already been panned in the group chat. Like y'all had like you and Cal or seven shout out to the kid um, had just so thoroughly panned this album that I was. Yeah, you guys were yelling about it in the discord for sure. And First of all, I love a good yelling. Like when it's like a a chorus of yelling about how mid something is. But what was one of the things you found like the least satisfying when it comes to business and business? Or like a young thug project, because you are like you're the trap person. So if anybody is listening to tra- like on a given moment, who is listening to what? If someone is listening to trap, it's you. That's true, right? Like these are like the, the, the and also like this part of your summer, right? This is when you're supposed to be releasing the hot shit that gets you through the rest of the year. Um. So how do you feel like was or what do you feel was like one of the disappointments or for you? In business is business. So just like I was talking about, the uh, the arrangement of the original 
before I went back and listened to Metro's version that that the arrangement of the original was clearly just a cash grab. Mm. Like you're you're not giving me any sort of flow to what Young Thug is going through. Because some of these songs were recorded years ago, right? But then some of the songs are, I, I want to say some of these songs were recorded from a jail phone. I think he's had some verses on that mm-hmm. album that was from the jail phone. So like, I, you, it, the, the worst thing about Young Thug pro- projects is that they're usually all over the place. Because Young Thug is such mm-hmm. a versatile artist. He can do the singing. He can do the trap singing. He can do the just rapping. He can rap about gangster shit he can talk about having intercourse with ladies right he can and and it's all separate <laughs> it's not just like some other rappers who just throw all those topics in like if young thug wanted to make a love song he would make a love song he's got a country album he's done country before like so when they do these 17 track albums you're just like I'd, I'd rather it just be six of the same genre give me give me three <clears throat> albums of six because you you're so versatile but i'm listening to 21 Savage rap about killing somebody, which I love. Um, spinning the block multiple, <laughs> multiple times. I love that low energy shit sometimes. Um, and then and then you got the Young Thug jail verse where he's like talking, you know, I guess sneak sneaking. Like I can't trust. Like I thought this dude was my homie. I can't miss him. Like yep. he's had some bars like mm-hmm. that in the middle of the album. Um, so a, a bar like that on the original album was somewhere in the middle. Metro Boomin put Jonesboro first. So in the first track, you hear Young Thug say, I thought he was my homie. Now I can't miss him. Right on the heels of the gunner controversy. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't want the Drake verse. Yeah. I know the Drake that verse. That makes sense. I know the Drake that verse. That makes sense. Yeah. All of you hoes. Like, we love that. I love that Drake. <laughs> so, like, he but really does the singing shit. Drake like. for the past 20 years. Right. Right. I mean, he uh so that that was a disappointment the original then I listened to Metro's version and then it made more sense like he put it in a way where you're giving me what I want from Young Thug you're grouping the songs together in a better way um first four songs are like a little somber and then it goes up from there and then it kind of just just the way I feel about the album okay I want to know more now, about Gunna and Young Thug rather than just giving me the Drake verse because that's the topic <laughs> of discussion. That's, Right. What and does you, Young Thug get... feel about Gunna? I want to know. And they both released so close to each other. Now, that's interesting. So, right, thinking of about the release schedule, because generally it should not be something that is jarring, right? Because they've released around the same time before, right? Like, it's all part of, like, the plan. Everyone, Because, right, we used to say it before, everything is a rollout. Now, do you think there's some, like, spite or bitterness behind how close these two projects came out? Considering the, like, perception. So we had Gunna June June 16th, and then a week later, June 23rd, Business is Business. Now... Do we think this was the original release for two projects from these people anyway? Or have things shifted? Was this trying to be 
was business is business supposed to step on a gift and a curse or were we supposed to keep playing them in concert with each other like we usually would so it's funny you mentioned that um there's actually a clip like a a voice clip going around where young thug is on a phone call and it sounds like a jail call and he goes well i guess he's talking the the scenario of the call is that he's talking to little baby and he's talking to dirt and he's Mm -hmm. like i don't want y'all to say nothing like i want i want y'all to respond on my album like i'm i'm drop this spontaneous album on the same day he drops his album i'm gonna name that shit business is business right so this this audio clip is floating around it didn't drop on the same day and some people are some people are saying it's an ai generated voice right right because what is what is young because there's no fucking right yeah please roll your eyes right because now that's the new thing right you we've we've heard the songs we've heard people getting their voice Maybe some people are just coping, and Young Thug did actually say that. Like, I'm, I'm he said, I'm dropping How a you surprise ever know album. Now that, see, that shit is gone. That's crazy. He, he but said, like, yeah, there's the no way is, to know. Now. Like, this, like, how loosey goosey is your communications team? Because, like, again, everything is the rollout. So, all of this had to have been very intentional. Like, this doesn't accident. There's call. no such yeah. thing as an accidental leak. Yep. Especially, like, three high powered people. Like him, baby, and Dirk, all three of you are on a non-secure line with the nigga with the open litigation. Like that, that don't make no sense. Yeah. So I we don't know if the if it was real, but rollouts, right? Mm-hmm. But then but then I, I got everybody talking about it. Dirk was on I and we're not gonna get into the street shit. I don't know anything about it. But Dirk and Wheezy and a couple other people have come out on these interviews and like have low key called gonna rat. So could be real could be we don't know mm. it's, it's all just a big rollout do do i think what do i think personally to answer your question yeah he he dropped it close on purpose whether it was mm. for spite out of optics i couldn't tell you because i haven't i don't know but i mean i feel like they're two sides of the same coin yeah right right what we'll, we'll never know and that's the beauty of it whether it was for spite the only thing optics. we do know is that the man's getting paid off both of them. So that's that's true. That's the only thing yeah. we do know. He needs some money. Are they are they under the same umbrella still or no? Um Ooh, that would be or interesting. Did, or did one of these release like independently? I, I don't know just because I, I I haven't been following. I only know that I heard I, I know why YSL. They're all supposed to be under YSL. Whether Gunner released his new album under YSL, I don't know. Um, but I did hear on so, Gunna's album that he's not signed to Atlantic. Um, he he said that in one of his songs on a new album. Because if they did, then the, like street shit aside, like I, they're, they're fucking laughing all the way to the bank anyway. Right, and not, that's also so. Like I say that, like obviously Thug's laughing all the way to his fucking cell, but he's unfortunately he's gonna get some on his, <laughs> he's gonna get some on his books out of it, you know. So. Let's hope. Yeah, I don't know. So, yes, uh, Gift and the Curse was released under through YSL 300 Entertainment. Yep. So, so we know that that it. happened. Um, Which is wild to me. 
And it's your own producers but, and your own label mates, or maybe not label mates, but people label you've been head. collaborating with are are not fucking with you. So you got to release a that solo is a album. wild civil war that's that's happening behind the scenes yeah. that we don't know about. But now, here's the thing: whereas the the streets had, you know, the feelings they had in regards to um, Doug's album. Me, like, I don't really dabble in trap um, that much, but front to back, left, right, all the way around town, Gift and a Curse is fucking amazing. I love it. It's, like, for you thinking about, like, ways in which you can read, like, listen to an album in, like, the context. You could just listen to an album you could just read a book in just cold right what is like what is just the sheer content of this and not related to anything else outside of the work itself which is fine as a school of thought but when you think about this album and at like to be released at this point in time and like what he says on it it's incredible like i I think, like, from, it's not a long album, it's 15 tracks, and, like, he's, like, he plays the two-minute rap game, so, like, it doesn't feel like this arduous, long experience of an album is just him, right? No features. No features, did not need them, and Manz is just, like, Seriously saying the things that are on his mind and spirit. He like doubled from, down. From the first he track. Down. Um, like the first track back at it. I li- I literally laughed out loud at like the first line. Back at it, smoking on the Scotty. This shit's starting to hit like his crack. Boy got the rock and he asleep at the top like a crack addict. Like that's funny to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> Two racks just for the tank top, you niggas is pathetic. Back at it, yeah, back at it. Like like I don't for those to be like the opening things like back on your bullshit like you never left. Like you think about like the balance of the album. This opening track is like the gift of it, right? These are the things that this is I've been awarded because of where I've been and what I've been doing. But then you get into the the deeper into the album, right? Like um the curse of it turned your back. I was just thinking, right? What he's talking about on those tracks talk about like the consequence of what he's doing. And this nigga balanced it out right, and he didn't need a deluxe release alley oop from best friend, longtime collaborator to do it. So, um, I say all that to say, and then before we get like into a deeper conversation about the, some of the tracks, you are a real, per- you are a real person, right? <laughs> like the merch that Beam sent out. Um, Gunna did not tell on you. <laughs> you are not YSL. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> you're not you're a civilian <laughs> he doesn't you did, know you, you you're did a nothing wrong. right I don't know don't get too caught up in the street shit cause you, you right. don't really want to sometimes you just gotta take the content for what it is 
<laughs> and then, so what do you make of this album and its content? I love it. I do. I, I'm not going to start yelling, <laughs> but I, I feel is like this, is this this album has this album. If you're if you're listening to it and you're not too caught up in the narrative around it, you can tell that Gun has been carrying. You could tell that on all of the collaborations, albums, like the person who is getting on the hook is Gunna. The one who floats in with a bridge, the one who will give you a two two minute song and, you know, two great hooks on either side of one single verse. Right. So I I know y'all don't listen to much trap, but Gunna Gunna pops up a lot on Young Thug and Lil Baby and Lil Dirk products, projects and Nav projects and Travis Scott projects and Drake songs with Gunna and Metro Boomin and like he's everywhere, right? He's he's mm-hmm. got songs with Playboy Cardi, he's got songs with Lil Uzi Vert. Like Gunna has been there the whole time. He was on, I want to say he was on Barter Six, like year, years, years ago, maybe, or some somewhere around where Young Thug was starting to branch out away from Rich Homie Quan. Like Gunna has been And if he wasn't, he was definitely in the room with him while he was fucking writing, because all I hear is young thug flows for you know, I only sat with the album twice. I didn't really dig too deep. That's, but I, I, you couldn't have told me that 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 wasn't Young Thug. Like to you know, someone who hasn't listened to to Gunna, you couldn't tell me that he wasn't Young Thug. His flows are the same. They're basically brothers. He was definitely in they, the room. They hang out with. Yeah. They hung out, we've been hanging out with each other for years. All of them. Future Metro Boomin. It's such Gunna, an important like, puzzle piece. They're all in, in that Atlanta situation together. to be gone. Yeah. Like a huge puzzle piece to just like no longer have in the mix. But then you drop a solo album with no features and people are saying it's better than Lil Baby, Lil Durk and Young Thug's album. And you did it mm-hmm. so quickly after getting released. It's clear that the it's it's clear that he made majority of the album, if not all of the album post release, just because of the stuff yeah. that he's talking about. Maybe he Very had some clear. ideas mm-hmm. here and there. Um Mm-hmm. You can tell he's not writing or it. Or actively writing during. Oh. Well, writing. Right, writing. right. So I, I hear what you're saying. And in, in his in his time away, I'm sure he was thinking about it. But but you can tell just by the flow switches. You can tell just by like some of the, the missteps of lyrics. Um you could tell by hearing the what was you can on one of the songs you could hear the fire thing. At the fire alarm? Fire alarm? You can hear a beep because the battery's low. Like, my man came <laughs> out the gate ready to put out this album and talk his shit and, like, kind of explain himself without explaining himself too much. He had a mission. He was on a mission. He came out of jail and he did it. And there's a variety of producers on this album. It's like... There are some people, like, not very many, like, um... Thinking like trend wise, like I'm just scrolling through the genius credits and, you know, a lot of people production wise were involved in the making of this album, which like, does he need everybody else? Like interesting to like his main producer basically called him a rat. Mm -hmm. So so the the guy released an album. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, and just and released an album without him. Yeah, yeah, like that. That was the that was the the 
the two people combo, like where Metro has 21 Savage and, and Future, like it was Wheezy and Gunna. And then they would mm, let they yeah. would let people in on their songs, right? It's always been Wheezy. So now he just went to Turbo. I don't know if y'all yep. heard Turbo. Turbo's on Yep. Turbo is one of the, the main producer. One now. of the Couldn't few know. people that um appear on the album repeatedly. Producer? That's, yeah. Producer. Just because yep. I, I don't yep. know. Okay. That, but yeah, also it's Georgia. Crazy. They're, they're, they're all in Atlanta, Georgia together. Like everybody we're talking about here is pretty much in Atlanta with each other. But um, Turbo's done music for Lil Baby, of course, Travis Scott, Drake. Um, yeah, they're all just chilling together. So it's very interesting to see now, he's going to come out and put put this specific album out so quickly after release. Mm-hmm. When he could have just ignored it, right? He could have just got in the studio and didn't say anything about it and just avoided it all Kept together. Them open. That wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't have worked. For me, it wouldn't have worked. No one he had, had a bought double it. down. He, he had, had a double, double down. down. I, I wouldn't even call this a double down. This is addressing it. This is not even uh, a double down. If he does anything, if he would have released an extended edition in response to like whatever flack he felt he got, that would have been a double down. This to me is addressing it. Like, a very honestly, truly, clearly. Yeah, like, I, I see. I see because I guess it's only one. Like, it's only one release here, but one of his I, bars was like, "I paid these lawyers all this money. Why the fuck would I sit in jail?" Like, I'm one of the, like the beginning part of the album. That's essentially what the bar equates to. Like, of course, I I'm not in jail. I pay oh, all these yeah, lawyers on the intro all this money. Back back at it. Like, fuck, are you talking about? I mean, he's like, I'm supposed to be making these anthems. I'm not supposed to be right. sleeping in a damn bunk. Like, I'm supposed to be out here making money. Like, make for it y'all. make sense, like, dummy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Now, is this your album of the year candidate? Mm, no. No. It, it's probably. Is it Across the Spider Verse? Nah. If you say Coilerae's album, I'm kicking kick I... <laughs> you. I want to yell about Coilerae. I want to Not to say Coilerae, but mostly to hurt Beam. Wow. We, we like Coilerae, but like we also like to hurt Beam. Fair enough. <laughs> Jesus. And that's why your second James Blake song sucked. You bastard. That's that's fine. <laughs> it's not fine, but it's fine. He released that a hurt. new song and it's fucking trash. <laughs> yes. I'm Damn. so happy for me. Damn. <laughs> no, nah, but what's your album of the year? I man, I don't know. I there's not that much to pick from. <laughs> Seriously. We're halfway through. Right? Like, I have been I I will say uh Gun- album, Gift and a Curse, and Ray Schremer's album are probably my my most rotated albums but i don't really mm. rap has not not been there there've been no peaks for me it's just just good yeah. it's just been good and it was good last year and it was good the year before that and it's still just really good i mean i don't know if y'all Cruz, s- any go ahead what you um, saying go ahead man. I, I don't know Sorry. if y'all saw the article where no um no Hip hop releases have touched number one this year, and we're seven. Yeah, on seven months. Yeah, in. yeah, and I, and that nothing. yeah, that's why. Which is I, a weird. I started this that's conversation, crazy. yeah, because I think about that, and it's just like the tangent on the article was like, "Is rap dead?" 
and i'm like shut that's, up talking to me because like it's the street should be fuck. grateful because that's all we did for the past two years was eat everybody major dropped within the last two years and now everybody's on tour drake is on tour um future is on tour kendrick just wrapped up his tour beyonce is on tour all of these Larry albums, June. we were on tour. Larry June, absolutely on tour. Well, <laughs> yeah, on right. tour. Yeah, so we are not in the like rap is not in the place to be like niggas like are not releasing like no major artists really are re- releasing albums this year. And so, like, to, all the other genres. Right, you know, have their turn. Now like, is your time to come to the shit. fucking front and enjoy your and time. And if you can't do it this year, right? Then what does that say? Enjoy your time now. Um, so saying, in preparation even, even the best of like for rest. this conversation, right? I was looking through. Did y'all know? You probably didn't know because why would you? Because it released on the same day as Gunna. Chingy had released an album. Chingy, you know. <laughs> Right there. No. Right there. Please, please refresh my memory right there. from seventh grade. Right there. Right there. Yeah, that's what you're talking. That's on your heart. Did he? Was it good? Give us the breakdown. I don't know. What do you mean? I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't know. Why would you? Tell I just us? know that I'd, it exists. We're gonna immediately stop this podcast know. and listen to the Chingy. Okay, album. so um, I'll listen to the Chingy we'll album. When you It'll be ten to the seconds for you. Album beam, but one hour for. Uh, yeah, there we go. That's what I thought. The man walked we across the country, that. bro. Who cares we about his music? about it for literal months. <laughs> his music means literal nothing. Literal months. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. You can't walk across oh. America and expect people to care more about your album. Like, you walk across America. <laughs> that's that's hard, bro. Yo, but that's a, that's a <laughs> rollout, bro. Come on. It's such a that's rollout. a rollout. <laughs> we talked about the it. rollout is months. better than the album, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> wow, Jeff's yelling. We win. He's yelling. Look at him. Shout out oh to my God. Poster. I'm going to listen to your album, bro. I got you. No, you're not. <laughs> Shut up, liar. <laughs> To, to answer, Jeff, I don't have an album of the year yet because there's been so few of them. Yeah. Seriously. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. You got to wait. Yeah, you I don't think I do either. Um, I think I got to wait another two weeks. So I didn't know that I'm finally, unless Hip Hop DX, where I'm getting this from, link in the episode notes, check us out online. Um, Sundial by No Name is allegedly coming out on the 21st of July, which I will take as a personal birthday present to myself. So when she releases the t-shirt, vinyl, cassette, box set, I'm going to spend whatever she wants me to spend to buy it. Um, <laughs> and that's, and that's just, pro- that. that's that's just gonna, what it it's is. It's going to be hard to beat that project for my album of the year. Because Room 25 was the album of the year when it came out, so... All she does is drop heat. I'm very excited. I think if if yeah. I were to go out on a limb now and give my album of the year just from releases that have released, it's Larry June and the Alchemist. Mm, so yeah, I think I think I'll go with that one. Will it rain supreme um, on December 31st? I'm not making that claim. But probably. seven months in, 
Larry June and the Alchemist. They gave me exactly what I needed. Yo, so the Alchemist just dropped a project two weeks ago. He does not stop working. No, no, unstoppable force. And when is he getting a movie deal? He is. Oh, that's um, a good one. That would be. T- yeah. yeah. Um, I. Mm, I used to love Earl Sweatshirt. Who and also I used dropped? To like Earl Sweatshirt. Now I'm just like the growth he has and continues to make is just aligning him further and further from me. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But yeah, I don't think. Um, oh, I think um, F sixty five by IDK would be my album of the year so far. I love um, IDK, but yeah, I was. I didn't even make it through the Alchemist. Um, album i was just like i don't know if i was in the mood for like rap rap like that was that this month because like the op- or yeah. june i guess yeah the end of june probably um but to like have earl sweatshirt on the opening of your album and i don't immediately fall in love i was just like something's wrong with me damn i've been waiting for the i don't know pun but it's not I don't know that it's ever going to show it's up. It's not going to happen. Uh, Flying High the EP um, is his is uh, the Alchemist's latest Flying High EP. Um, now I'm yeah, going to try to. I'm going to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to add it to my traveling playlist. So when I go back Smart. to Connecticut next week, I will just like you know all the downloaded songs. Um, so I can just take it in the airport and just chill with it. And then I'll be able to give like a real, my true feelings. But at the time, wasn't working for me. Although obviously Word. the production continues to work. Never misses. So um, never misses. Other releases that I've listened to this year, Killer Mike. Have y'all? Oh, Michael? Touch the Killer Mike. That's the name Michael. of the album. I mean, I know. Well, I don't know if y'all have listen to him or would listen to the album, but there was and is a Killer Mike Andre 3000 collaboration. Oh, yeah. Um, Engineers and scientists. Now that that you say that, yes, I will listen. (laughs) And, and yeah, it's, um, that song is really good. It has a future Andre 3000. It's a Killer Mike song. Andre 3000 does what he does. Um, the mm-hmm. as always, album is as pretty a, good. As long as he's not just saying the same thing for five minutes like Kanye made him do that one time. <laughs> I'll be happy. Well, Killer Mike is a rapper's rapper. So I think that right. you, Cruz, specifically may like it. It in in times gets... A, Killer Mike is a very political forward person. Um, sometimes it does leak into his mm-hmm. music um, where he'll talk yeah. about healing the black community and what we need to do to better ourselves. But then, like the next song, he'll talk about putting you on a T-shirt. So it's a little jarring. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little jarring. You get a little bit of both. A bit of best of both. Get you someone who can do both. Yeah, but he's you, you know, know, like I said, he's a rapper's rapper, so it, it's a good listen. He's like a, I wouldn't say as good as Royce, but I get the same sort of feeling from listening to their music. Like you're 
You're telling okay. me something. And and I, I want to listen to what you're saying because you're not just making music. You're actually trying to tell me something. You're not just rhyming Correct. words. Correct. Yeah. So that was a, that mm. was another one that I've been listening to. Um, two Boldy, Dream, Boldy James drops this year um, that I specifically appreciate. But didn't he drop after, at the top of the year? Top and I want to say a week, like three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. My non hip hop album has to be Valentine um, by Black. Sorry, Daniel Caesar. Um, this is still a very <laughs> pro <laughs> Daniel Caesar Blake. podcast. But Sorry, James Blake. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just trying to give credit where credit is due. And Valentine by Black. Because we think about, like, this is his second full album, and he legit took, I want to say, like, four or five years off in between. And, like, rap like rap sings about, like, change and being, like, he's literally living what he, like, sings raps about, right? Like, becoming more open, um, like, appreciating yourself, learning things, using what you learn, go to fuck therapy, like, all of that shit. And he's still making like really good and relatable music without sounding like preachy. And, you know, like he still gets in his like humble rag bag. So my non rap would be black followed by um, Daniel Caesar. So going to add that to the list. Definitely do that. And then we'll talk. That's about what I've been more. doing. I've just been oh. grabbing everything you guys have been saying. And then um, another thing, we just got to put on the uh, the list of things that everyone should know about. Uh, and this was put on my radar by one of my students because I saw it and I just totally forgot until just now. Uh, on top of the covers by T Pain is an album of covers by oh. our one oh, true wow. savior T Pain. So we got to come back. Everybody's got to listen to that. Yeah, I can. That do was that. a March drop, so we're kind of late. I just followed him but, on Twitch, yeah. like for real, for real this time. <laughs> and you were so you were doing it for play play the other time. I, I was. I was doing it mostly <laughs> off of immediately uh, unfollowed. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna follow you because like I like you. You've given me a lot of songs, and like you're very active for creators, like that kind of follow. <laughs> you deserve you it. deserve mm. my follow type of because you're building your Twitch and you're doing great things for people so you deserve a, a like not mm. actually tune in he's, to he's very some of his streams he's another who's who's very mm. for the creator I love, it. I love it so thank you for yeah. bringing this up because i, I love t-pain and i will support him oh yeah absolutely um we won't support mike posner but we will support <laughs> t-pain on this podcast <laughs> I, I will put up i'll put out that my non i didn't know we were differentiating but my non-hip-hop release of the years is Skrillex's Don't Get Too Close album. I still like Is that the second one? I think that was the second one. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I like that one more. Um, That one is still in rotation for me as a non-hip-hop when I get in my electronic bag. It'd be like... (laughs) Yeah! I'm going to find Houston's yeah. deep house scene where the people are in warehouses doing Molly. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm I not, hope you don't I'm not going to partake in that, <laughs> but I want to be there with that music. 
it's too that... hot to be you know i'm not gonna find it now more <laughs> maybe i'll find them in like october or november in fucking december december <laughs> right when it's 80 degrees Jesus. out and comfortable right. nasty i will be waiting for joiner to drop and I wrote all my homework down for all of the great suggestions you guys made because I have not had my ear to the streets. No, you haven't. Out That's of um, not. all of Joiner's I've singles, been in the house. do you have a favorite? If I had to choose, man, I'm between Devil's Work 2 and Broski, man. Those are both very good songs. I don't know who it is that he has singing at the beginning and end of Broski, Me. but God bless them. Thank you. Because he, he's Thanks, not Jeff. credited, whoever it is. It's because I'm very humble. Just send me but, the check, you know? Yeah. Um, it is between uh, Devil's Work 2 and Broski right now. I like the the same theme that he had with Devil's Work, but the change in stance that he had of uh, not, not wishing death on people. Not He wasn't wishing death on people, but like, yo, take fucking Suge and give me back pun or oh I remember that song he was like uh well he made he made a part two to it and it's actually really good Um, but his different stance on it was uh more so like I don't want to trade lives but let me can we just go back in time and change some things that like you let happen no like instead um, like, of like in take the Will suit. like take the Will Smith slap back and let them have it out backstage like yeah Ooh, anything that addresses the Will Smith slap in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three we can't abide yes we can join no, we can't it. no we can't I can <laughs> Yo, I this remember... podcast has complicated feelings about Joiner Lucas <laughs> he came out with that song an old blonde girl from Fox News was up in arms. Did they have like a, a interview or something where they was going back and forth? She was tight, bro. I remember that. Yeah, he, he go hard so, too. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah Broski and Devils. I like too. Broski more. All right, but all all of the singles that he dropped are they're not skippables for me. Nice. I love that for you. So, but like Jeff, if you haven't heard, you might like um, the 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 future feature. I'm just gonna take if you. Haven't heard it. Yet. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> I'll like that's the future fair. feature. Yay! Someone's got to, you know. So, are we doing? And are we looking forward to anything between now and the next time we pod, gentlemen? I will have been gone and back again, gone to the great north, where I will eat. Pizza and lobster rolls for seven consecutive yes, days. Pizza and lobster before rolls. Before I have to come back to Houston, where I will go back to eating uh, tacos, barbecue, um, really good sushi, um, and everything else that is amazing down here, which is everything except. And mambos. And mambos. Can't wait. We're swinging the block. We're going back to mambos for my coworker's <laughs> birthday. Um, so I will be going back to Mambo's in a few months. So I'm excited. Um, what about Actually, you? Guys? When you come back up here, um, there's a, a this hot topic sister store called Box Lunch. They just opened one up in Milford Mall, and they have dope, uh, like pop culture, like figures and merch Ooh. and stuff. 
and anime figures and merch and stuff. Check it out. When I you come need back the picture here. of Cruz so holding several boxes, right. cumbersomely holding That's... several boxes. <laughs> the top Thinking, of how went, am I going to get all this home? The top of the things went box awry. Hits the door on his way out, and it all falls over behind him and goes. <laughs> <"Bruh."> <laughs> <laughs> There's someone with a trombone <laughs> behind me. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, please I give that, that to the streets when he buys too many items of merch, too many statues. When Jeff when Jeff comes, help through. him put yeah, up I his shelves you. for no. more stuff. Merch right. God, now merch God. I'm gonna buy bro. some like stuff. You have to come down to Texas to help me put up shelves. I don't gotta do a goddamn <laughs> thing. Wow. I will. I will gladly help you because you're my, you know, my brother, and I love you, but. That's fair. I don't have to. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Beam, what about you? Looking forward to anything? Any any travels setting the sail? Uh yeah. Bo- Jet setting. Both things. I'm headed to San Diego soon. I'm not gonna say when, because yeah. I'll be everywhere and nowhere at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. But we headed yeah. to the West Coast. And I'm gonna be uh knee deep in fish tacos and I might set sail. I might set sail. Think about doing some whale watching, right? Because I'm cultured. I like doing You're going to do whale watching? Whale watching. Yeah, I'm going to go on a boat. No, you can't do that. They're tipping boats over. I will whale watch Whales from have learned the shore. to tip boats. I, I will. Yeah. No, <laughs> they're getting, animals are getting their lick back. Did you not hear? No. I only heard sharks. Orcas was, and dolphins. I heard sharks were wild. No, like. No, yeah. Sharks were no, like sharks going back are, eating people. But no, yeah, whales but sharks are actively avoiding orcas. Whales they won't and return to the same are, spot for years if are, they encounter an really? orca. Yeah, orcas are not fucking around. They are tipping boats and, and nom, 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 buffet. No, yeah, they're getting their lick back with white people. They are <laughs> the planet is coming for them, bro. Google it. I I, I will actually. I'm gonna tell Delissa. She already has the article saved. Not surprised. Like you guys love that shit. I promise there's a, you. There's a. This is the wrong time to get into the water, my nigga. Red it has always alert. been the wrong time to get into the water. Don't do that. Ugh. That's oh not no. true. We had a great time in the Bahamas. That show was awesome. Because that's not orca native waters. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but there was a sea turtle down there. That show was cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I'm jealous. Are you going to go see the sea turtle again soon in the Bahamas cruise? Are you also going on vacation or something? Uh, doing we're cool? doing another. We're doing another staycation at the end of July. Where we have a, like a bunch of uh, day trips planned out already. Nice. Which but one are you most looking forward to? Uh, Boston Aquarium or New England Aquarium. Nice. I think we're gonna we're gonna do like an overnight. We're probably gonna get a room up there. Mm-hmm. Wake up, do the aquarium, and then drive back. Okay. That's solid. Yeah, we recently did the zoo. Apparently, it's like two seconds up the road. And then we did Maritime classic. a couple weeks ago. Classic. Bearsley Zoo is classic. Yeah. Summertime, man. The kids are off. You know, you gotta, you gotta, can't keep them in the house the whole time. They can't yeah. be me in the house all the time, you know? <laughs> so, and for anyone who's in Connecticut listening, if you have kids or if you know a kid, um, I want to say... Most, if not all, uh, museums, aquariums, and, and we only have Bairdsley Zoo, but most museums and aquariums are free with a kid. 
So if you have a niece or nephew or a little cousin or something, they're free tickets. We went to the zoo for free. Fire. We're going to go to Maritime for free. <laughs> it's only for the summer. Word. We might do Mystic again just because it's free. <laughs> right. Love it. Because why not? So spin the block. It's love me. Time. Free is me. So yeah. That's dope. That's all we got planned. Have you been to the Peabody Museum? No, but that's on the list. There's a Peabody Museum, and then I think there's a... I don't know. I think it's like a Native American museum Mm. in Connecticut or something like that. That Denise was talking about. And then... You're going to have sex-cultured kids. There's... I don't know if it's like a science or like aerospace kind of thing. I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff on the list, but yeah. Got a lot of stuff for the kids to do this summer. And then there's always Six Flags and amusement parks. That's dope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy, Jafani, the host that Stay Doing the Most, brought to you by Nick Bean, Man of the People, your favorite rapper. And, and last by legal contractual friendship obligations, Como Se Dice, Cruz. Yes, sir. We are the Bad Kids Pod coming to you another again. Keep it funky. Keep it fresh. We are out of here. Be sure to check us out online. Bad Kids Pod, B-A-D-K-I-D-Z-P-O-D for all that exclusive online content, episode notes, more tidbits, other things. And we out.